Imagine hating someone so much that you cure all of their greatest enemies purely out of spite. It's a level of pettiness we all strive for. We watched a case study of Vanitas, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host producer, Weeb of All Trades, and blue-eyed bad boy of medicine, PJ. And me, a grumpy heterochromia kitty cat, Skylar. And joining us today as always is our dear friend and newest member of the Blue Moon Clan, Lauren. Hello! I love case studies. You learn a lot from case studies. <laughs> Placebos! <laughs> everyone, <laughs> name your favorite case study. <laughs> <laughs> the prison experiment oh that was a good one though that was a pretty good one actually yeah that's TBH. a really strong mm-hmm. choice skylar good for mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> putting that class well, to work my favorite case study is the case study of vanitas and we're going to learn more about that as we continue through supernatural month with the case study of vanitas which is our gold star anime for the month oh very exciting uh, yes Woo-hoo. You know, I say this whenever we get to our Gold Star anime, in case this is one of the first episodes you hear for us. Gold Star anime are anime that would potentially be in something like a best of list for the year. But because it fit in another month's theme, it ends up there. But we do give it a Gold Star just so that you know, we whether we like it or not, it was widely considered one of the better anime of the year it released. Specifically, mm-hmm. this year we are doing 2021. Obviously, we always go a year back. But that said, Lauren, the yes. case study of Vanitas. Yes. That name, what does it elicit for you? Okay, so I do know from my art history class when I was in college that uh, Vanitas is a work of art and it um, like represents how short life is and like death death is inevitable. Um, so things are very fleeting, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm going with uh, a life and a death situation where life and death are going to be characters. Um, they're kind of like the endless from Sandman where they kind of just like exist, but the world is still operating around them. So... Um, they're going to be teaching one another about like their lives, right? So death is the more upbeat one and is the one who's like, you have to live life to the fullest. You don't have a ton of time. And then life is more subdued because they're like, well, all of this doesn't matter because it just ends in death. So they're going to be like hanging out and showing each other what their roles are in, in the world. That's what I'm trying to go for here. Right. Okay, I like that. I'm very interested to see the dynamic. That's where we were to be going. Mm-hmm. Tell me, mm-hmm. once you saw the poster, were you like, got it? That's it. Yeah. Um, I was <laughs> not. I was not expecting the steampunk vibe, but I Hell love steampunk, steampunk vibes. So, um, I hate steampunk. It. Does he I do. Really? Why? I just don't like it. You know what? I think part of it, and you know what? I you know this is one of those things you realize as you grow up. Mm-hmm. I think I. It rebelled against it so deeply because people thought I would be really into it. And I was like, don't fucking assume that shit about me. I will say, PJ, <laughs> you could absolutely pull it off. Oh, yeah. I know I would be fucking killing it you would in a fucking so leather good. vest oh, with a twirly mustache God. and a fucking top hat. Oh. I'd have all those fucking uh, those steampunk bitches all over me. Mm. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could pull it off so easily. Uh, yeah. and, and you know what like sure. the more I think about it like aesthetically like I, I like it I think for other people mm-hmm. like I like it as an aesthetic in pieces of media but I've never liked it personally like um, like at one point one of our friends gave me like this very like you know cool steampunk poster um, of something and I remember just being like no this isn't for me thank oh. you but give this to someone else so yeah but obviously steampunk vibes right yes Definitely in a steampunk world. I love steampunk as like an aesthetic. I agree it's not something that I would ever try to emulate in real life, but um, I love the aesthetic of it. So if this actually is steampunk, and I'm assuming it is with a flying airship in the background, I'm so excited. I am sticking to my theory, though, that life and death are palling around together. And I'm saying that the two characters in the front here are life and death, respectively. So the man in the white suit is life. And I am very obsessed with his grumpy cat, just like as an aside. I love a good (laughs) grumpy cat moment. And look at him. (laughs) 
the fluffy so tail. He's so upset, but he's so cute. I love him. Anyway, so our life character is on this adventure because he thinks that everything he's doing is a waste because it all ends in death anyway. So like, what's up? Nothing matters. But um, he's going to be going along this journey with death who's standing beside him in these billowing black robes who has the book of death. Look at that. See that? book he has there that's the book of death um the mummy called see and they're like go steampunk so death is upbeat and very much more positive and they're about to show life like there's a lot of possibilities there's a lot of ways that people can you know embrace what you give them before they come to me right so um it's more about the journey instead of the destination and so that's this little this little buddy little romp they're gonna be going on together yeah it's a little uh it's like a little like uh good omen z very good oh, omen yeah. Z. Yeah, yeah 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 i'm really going for some strong neil gaiman vibes here <laughs> yeah the endless the endless good omens, good omens. <laughs> <laughs> neil gaiman anyway i love him in the he's background incredible he's he's like next level uh in the background we have three other characters this kid with like the messenger bag i took very literally because i said that they're kind of like the hermes or the messenger of this like supernatural group and he is the one who keeps everyone in the know of what's going on yeah i said he'd be running around delivering messages and hanging out with people and probably causing some drama just with rumors and stuff. The lady whistle down of the series, if you will. I like it. I like Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the woman next to him in the white ensemble is life's best friend because um, they're both in the, this all white thing. So I assumed that they knew each other. And um, she's she can't believe that her best friend is like getting sucked into this nonsense. She's like, we actually like we have a job to do. We have to make sure that life carries on. And I can't believe you're just gallivanting around the city with death, just like playing around. So she thinks this is going to end in absolute disaster. And then we have our woman in the background who is having a serious like hair commercial moment. Um, with her hair blowing back like that. And because the cut of her coat is similar to Death's, I'm saying that that's one of his like... Minions? Like a minion, yeah, or like a hench person, that kind of thing. Um, They're very upset that Death is taking an interest in life, similar to Life's friend. And they're probably going to end up being the antagonist in the show just because, you know, their back is facing towards everybody else. They're like looking over their shoulder. So I'm thinking that they're going to be the one who's like, I'm upset about this. And unlike Life's friend, I'm actually going to do something to stop it. She's kind of like, uh, fuck, it's been so long since I've watched Lucifer. I've never seen Lucifer. I feel like you would like Lucifer. I've heard I mean, that. it's another Neil Gaiman thing technically, but you also don't wouldn't count it really as Neil Gaiman-y. Uh, but it is technically like, technically. But in terms of, uh, I mean, to kind of bring in another Neil Gaiman-esque thing, <laughs> though again, I... I I'm wary to uh, fully label Lucifer the series as Neil Gaiman S because it is it does detract so deeply from the Sandman lore, <sighs> but uh, it's kind of like Mazikeen's relation relationship with Lucifer in the show where Mazikeen is like okay I'm gonna hang out with you while you're like gallivanting but like because I'm dedicated to you as like your ally as like Lucifer Morningstar the devil himself mm-hmm. but like come on get back to being a fucking devil stop just playing around that's very izzy hands and blackbeard from our flag means death as well where he's like we can go hang out with this idiot but you're blackbeard you're a fearsome pirate (laughs) like let's fucking go yeah very that that's the vibe uh yeah i love that i i i love the plot that you have presented here i would love to see this anime and i hope that we do see this anime as we watch episodes one and two of the case study of vanitas so we'll be right back to see how accurate lauren's predictions were so stay tuned All right, we're back. We had Lauren watch episodes one and two of the case study of Vanitas. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? I mean, I was wrong, but the aesthetic of the show is like everything. It is visually stunning. And these boys are like so hella in love with each other, right? So this is like the thing. This is like the complicated. Well, no, I disagree with Skylar. I don't think it's. I think they are. But I think the show tries very hard to be like, no, 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 no. Look, like they're straight. They're straight? No. (laughs) I'm, I'm trying sorry. to remember how far. No, they're not. Like, I'm so no, sorry. I, I'm like, I literally like. You're like one or two episodes away from them both being very aggressively into like women. What? 
This yeah. Is um, but <laughs> I don't think they're straight. But I don't think they're straight. I think they're bi. I think they're yeah. bi. Or because, pan. Like, or pan. That's fair. But like okay. the relationships they have with the women in the show are very like sexually charged. They're horny. This is a horny anime. Oh, okay. And I wasn't ready for it because like to be clear, like I hadn't watched this yet. And mm-hmm. Skylar hadn't watched this yet. So we started watching it last night and just kind of like started binging through it because we really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And we were like unprepared for, for the horny. For how horny it got <laughs> We were like, and Whoa. like not for each other. That's so shocking to me. But again, I I, I think still, there's like the chemistry is still there. The fan community, a romantic sees it. love. Oh uh, I, yeah. Prior to watching this anime, the amount of uh you know Vanitas X Noe fan art I have seen yeah. is a, a lot. lot. I, but I'm sure it. Yeah. If you I'm do sure. Google it, it will say it's not a bu- uh, it's not a boy, boy love. love anime. Yeah, mm-hmm. it isn't. But like it also like it could mm-hmm. be. Yeah, it's a queer baiting <laughs> anime. <laughs> You know what? Good Omens is a good comparison is all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> guys when you guys dudes. mentioned Good Omens, I was like, hmm? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But let's talk a little bit about the case study of Vanitas. So the case study of Vanitas is based on the manga by Jun Mochizuki, known for their other series, Pandora Hearts, that ran in monthly Gangan Joker from December 2015 to present with a current total of nine volumes. The anime was directed by Tomiyuki Itamura and ran from July 2021 to April 2022 for 24 episodes. There was a stage adaptation that was slated to run for two weeks, but only managed to complete one performance before being canceled due to the pandemic. No. Luckily, the performance was recorded, but but is not widely available. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, with that, let's jump into episode one and two. On an elaborately fitted airship kept aloft by Astromite, the vampire Noe Archiviste is bound for Paris, where he hopes to assess the true nature of a legendary grimoire for his teacher called the Book of Vanitas. He meets a woman named Amelia Ruth, who is revealed as vampire consumed by bloodlust. She bites him, poisoning his bloodstream. A man called Vanitas bursts in and uses the Book of Vanitas to reveal her true name, Florifel, which returns her to normal. Vanitas reveals that the grimoire removed the malady which is corrupting the names of vampires and causing them to become curse bearers and go berserk. Later, in the streets of Paris, Vanitas asks Noe to join him in his quest, but Noe resists and collapses in the street. Vanitas and Noe languish in jail following the incident aboard the airship until they are summoned by Count Parks Orlock. He plans to execute Amelia, but Noe offers to capture a curse bearer vampire currently terrorizing Paris and use a grimoire to save them. Dante sells Vanitas information to the location of the vampire, but Johan warns him that Lord Ruthven's borough is in Paris. Vanitas and Noe find Thomas Berno, the vampire from beyond the barrier who is attacking Parisians. Noe immobilizes him while Vanitas uses a grimoire to temporarily calm him down. However, the vampires Luca and Jean, the Hellfire Witch, arrive and demand the grimoire, believing that it is being used to create the curse bearers. Noe refuses and Jean attacks him with a crimson gauntlet, but Noe and Vanitas escape. Later, Vanitas reveals to Noe that the grimoire can also be used to create curse bearers. And that's episodes one and two of the case study of Vanitas. Okay. Remember like how last week we said we got like a whole lot of exposition, but in Bleach and everything was like super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we got like a ton of gorgeous exposition and not in a bad way, but each episode felt like it was like 50 minutes long in a good way. I agree. Yes. No, I this felt longer than Bleach did. It felt longer than a lot of the anime we have watched did. But yeah. that's just because it was so full of information. And colors and... Oh, my God. The visuals for this are, like, next level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Studio Bones put their whole bonusy into this anime. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're the ones that also did um, Bungo Street Dogs and Fire Force, right? Yeah, they've done a lot of... They They they, they know how to animate a fucking cathedral scene. They know... Just animate a fight. Like, the fucking, like, Olympic level acrobatics of fucking Noe and Vanitas do when they're fighting. All over this airship. So good. It's so good. And I do love the steampunk aesthetic. I think it fits in with this world extremely well. Yeah. Anytime we saw a transition and it was the gears, I was just like, wow, that's a lot of gears. That's... Look wow. look at crazy those gears. Girl, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's super steampunk, right? You have the airship right off the mm-hmm. bat mm-hmm. that gives you the vibe. You have the like the automatons. It's a good way of like kind of playing around with the old timey setting. The visuals are super great. The anime is super funny. Yes. <laughs> 
and it does the thing that I love uh, whenever, you know, an anime does, which is it does like the like super like chibi cutesy little representations of the characters when they're feeling like different emotions, mm-hmm. like when they're like shocked and it's like a like a almost faceless little chibi version of them in gray or something <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, you know, I think it's super cute. Yeah. 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 What do you Ugh. say? It's kawaii. It's kawaii. It's pretty, it's pretty kawaii. It's, it's pretty kawaii. <laughs> Um, Why are you going no, Patrick like, Warburton though? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love the little things in this. Like I love the relationship that Vanitas and Noe have. Like I love that Vanitas is like, "Join me, Noe. Be my servant." And Noe's like, "I don't." I, I, and he's like, "Why don't you join me? Our, our morals align. Our mission aligns." And he's like, "Why don't I join you?" Oh, it's because I don't like you. Oh, because you suck. And I mean, I get it, right? I mean, Vanitas is very. He is very charismatic, but he also is that borderline of kind of annoying sometimes because he keeps pushing people's buttons always. I love him. He is a button pu- <laughs> so, He is a button pusher. He is a button In pusher. In the cutest way. I'm obsessed. I do like him, to be fair, but there were some parts where I was like, oh, I get why Noe doesn't like him. He, They just, they keep clashing, you know? Right. But their dynamic together, too, is is very intriguing. They work very well together. Yeah. And like, this isn't um, a detective story, but I it kind of gives off the energy of a detective story. Yeah, yes. I, it, it really gives off like Sherlock and what's his face? Watson? <laughs> or Moriarty? <laughs> yeah. It really gives uh, Sherlock and Watson like their kind of friendship and like tip for tat, you know, just like the little back and forth. Mm-hmm. 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 I like it. Um, yeah. And I kind of like that Vanitas is like, I'm a human who has been like bestowed this from like the big bad. Vampire um, dumb. Yeah. And, um, and like, I'm going to cure vampires whether they want it or not. Yeah. We had uh, blue eyes white dragon and we have blue eyes vampire uh, human. There you go. See, it's all, it's all circular. <laughs> I was gonna say it definitely um, did not come out. <laughs> watching this anime, I did have like a random topic I wanted to discuss with you, Lauren. Oh God, uh, that you might already know about, but I'm curious. Okay. So one thing I really love about this anime, in the OP and just in general, is it's like beautifully accurate depictions of France. Mm-hmm. Watching Ugh. the OP and just watching the scenes, like, uh, but like, you know, we were like watching it. We were and so Sky- annoying. Skyler and I just kept being like, "Oh, we were there. Oh, we were there. Oh, we were there." <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like, I just being like, "Oh yeah, like these are very beautifully accurate, accurate representations of like these mm-hmm. landmarks in Paris." Um, do you know anything about Paris syndrome? No, I actually have never even heard of this. <gasps> so, Buckle up, um, this is the real case study of this. Oh. <laughs> No, so parasyndrome is this very interesting phenomenon. It happens to people kind of over the world, but it especially happens to Japanese people. The Japanese have romanticized the fuck out of Paris. Ah. Like, they think it is the city of true eternal love and light and flowers. The most beautiful place on Earth. Very similar to how it's represented here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very and idyllic. If you've ever been to Paris, as we have. Right. <laughs> uh, oh. travelers, It's fine. It's very yeah. beautiful. Like, I never overhyped it for myself. I found it very beautiful. The history is very intriguing and you feel mm-hmm. very immersed in it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's also just a regular city. There are many yeah, places it feels we like were downtown through, LA. You're like, this is like downtown LA. There's, it's dirty. There are homeless people everywhere. But you know, that's, that's the problems of a modern day society, mm-hmm. right? But they've romanticized it to such a degree that it happens to other people, but it specifically happens a lot to Japanese people. It is called Paris Syndrome. Okay. So Paris Syndrome is a sense of disappointment exhibited by some individuals when visiting Paris. But it's not just disappointment. Japanese people, when they first visit Paris and see the reality of it, literally get depressed, suicidally <gasps> depressed. They get <gasps> anxious. They can get literally physically sick. The amount of people, Japanese people who have come to Paris and gotten like ill, like vomiting, sweating, dizzy, and like started to like like disassociated disorders and hallucinations yeah. from going to Paris and it not matching up to their reality is like a real thing. Oh my people God. People go into like catatonic shock. Oh my God. It is not just Japanese people, but mm-hmm. it is the most common about ja- around Japanese people. Mm-hmm. Because it is just that, it's that city on a pedestal and then they yes. find out it's not. And they literally yeah. get sick. 
Oh my god, that's so sad. Isn't that fucking wild? I I learned a lot from this particular case Ooh. study, and you could really see it when you <laughs> see like the City of Flowers episode, mm. and they go out and like when he they first go out into the world when they're in Paris and they go mm-hmm. to go find it, and all the flowers come in and literally everything's stunning, and they're like, it is called the City of Flowers. Oh yeah, and like yeah, it's yeah. just stunning and gorgeous and beautiful, and it's just like yeah, you'd see those flowers, but you would also see like trash trash and, mixed in and, and who knows yeah. maybe it was ideal I, this idyllic back in the day mm-hmm. i doubt it you know it still has major city problems even if we're talking like turn of the century industrial revolution era yeah but that's neither here nor there i just wanted to bring that up because this is such a paris-based anime yes it is and i mean i think no way is a great example of how how much they romanticize the city because even when he is upset with Vanitas for something or like in the middle of a fight scene he'll stop to be like oh my god like <laughs> it's the Arc de Triomphe or whatever like you know right he's we just so excited to oh well <laughs> good for you guys <laughs> but you know he gets very excited almost distracted that by the fact that he's in Paris and it is yeah. just as beautiful as they they want it to be the animators did a fantastic job with this city and it they sounds really like did. very accurate because oh, yeah. it's you guys recognized stunning. all of it. I mean, there were shots where I was like, I'm sure I have a picture that looks exactly like that. <laughs> like, God, <laughs> it's so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the very beginning, uh, I really love like the style, this like little kid book uh, kind of creepy style when they're showing the blue vampire versus the red one and they're like oh, in the forest. Yeah. And- yeah, yeah. That little like story book the like backstory yeah that was that was also done very well that that was so much lore i didn't realize it until we started talking about it there was a lot of lore given to us Mm -hmm. in both of these episodes it didn't feel like a lot at the time it was just part of the anime but the world's very well established even though we jump forward a couple hundred years from the point that all of this began Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's also really scary at times like when um amelia is like going feral yeah and we see specifically like the scene of and obviously you don't know the character's name yet but the scene of charlatan corrupting her inner mind like yeah okay so something i love about this anime is the depiction of vampires because vampires Mm. aren't like you know these creatures of the night like here to like feast on the blood of the innocent like they are just another like species basically that exists in this world they literally don't have to feed on humans like that is a big thing like they do not need blood Mm -hmm. Uh, they can feed on each other apparently they can feed on each other yeah and they have these very beautiful personalities like right like you know she's not like oh you know like uh fanginda the the bringer of darkness and bats like she is florifel like the bringer of spring like and it's this beautiful beautiful like approximation of a person and she has Mm -hmm. like her true name where she's in this beautiful like spring field of like sunflowers and you know like all these beautiful flowers and then you have charlatan come in this like dark corrupted creature and like steal her name from her and blacken Mm -hmm. her entire existence yeah and he's so staticky ugh and watching all of it just like bleed out into her once beautiful world was awful yeah. to watch. Just her like drowning and basically what is Tim Curry from uh, Fern Gully? I know plenty of I've seen plenty of fan art of people drowning in Tim Curry from <laughs> Fern Gully. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, when she's like leaking like sludge from her eyes and is oh. using like briar rose like thorn whips i'm just like damn damn this is fucking sick (laughs) this is great and the fucking god again like uh we could just uh, this episode is just gonna be like wow how beautiful this anime was but (laughs) like the fucking visual like of him opening the grimoire oh my god the 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 writing the writing like appearing on the book and then spilling out as constellations that then like interconnect to then like achieve the goal oh so fucking beautiful so good yes seeing this grimoire that's supposed to be used for evil doing something for good right away was one such a twist and two so cool to see this important story piece that they established suddenly turned on its head you're like this ami's gonna get 
wild fast. Yes. Nothing that I see is going to be as it actually appears, you know? Right. And I love that. I love a story that keeps you on your toes. And I think this will continue to do that over the course of its whole story arc. And I love the cat. Mer, you're my favorite. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, when they were off the the airship and he's like, I have to go back to get Mer. I was like, yeah, you fucking do. <laughs> I like how cat. aggressive Mer is with no way. <laughs> Like he's always like scratching him and biting him. But no way, it's just like you're the get you're the best. You're so cute. He's so <laughs> Typical cute. cat owner. <laughs> They're like <laughs> the blood means he loves me. They're not really demons all of the time. <laughs> Hey, cats aren't demons. No, they're not. I like cats. I but you know, there are there are some that are very aggressive, like a mer, and their owners still just yeah. love them so much. So I was like, ah, a cat a cat mm-hmm. owner wrote this anime. They right. get it. And you know, like going through this, like you have, you know, obviously the setup of what will be like a fun kind of like can set up as like a fun monster of the week formula mm-hmm. uh, of the like, all right, yeah, we're going to find all the curse bears and like cure them mm-hmm. to like prove our innocence type of thing. Um, and you have, and you have like the fun like introduction of like Luca and Jean. Oh, yeah. No matter how much Vanitas is like, ah, I see that you see me and you see and you know my name is Vanitas. You know that I have the book of Vanitas. So you're going to assume I'm here to turn people into curse bears. Fun fact, not the case. I'm here to cure curse bears and people being like, what's that? You're going to cause curse bearers? Every (laughs) single person. And he's like, no, no, I'm a doctor. And, you know, they just keep being like, well, that's not possible. You have the cursed book. Therefore, you're going to spread the curse. And he's like, no, no. I'm going to do the opposite. So now, you know, yeah, I like I like that that monster of the week. I love a good monster of the week. Yeah. Show. Honestly, there's a lot of elements in this that kind of remind me of ancient Magus Bride. A lot of it is like visually and stuff and just like, again, a, a separate world of like magic. But like a lot of like the corruption that's happening really reminds me of like the like corruption in ancient Magus Bride. And that's all I'll say about that. Also, fuck Count Orlock. Honestly, I mean, I get it, right? He's like the head vampire in this town. And vampires aren't seen as like always good. Right. But yeah, no, even when another vampire stood up for him, he's like, no, no, I've seen this. It actually works. Orlock's still like, you're both lying. Right. I mean, but, you know, I also kind of get it. Like, if you have been taught for millennia that blue vampire equals bad, turns people into curse and here is person a human with the book that can turn people bad turn people to curse and the and there's one other vampire being like no 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 he's not lying versus the centuries of people telling you otherwise like that's not just going to be the only evidence you need right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i get it i get why he he is skeptical but and i mean the fact that he even is like okay fine i'll let you prove it go out and get this this one man. The right. big one. The big one. The big one. <laughs> Damn, Skylar. Oh my god, Skylar. I'm just matching the same energy this Being anime is. Being on main. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm matching this anime's energy, PJ. Fucking I'm sorry. honestly, Jesus Christ, this anime is I hope you show her one of those clips. I'm gonna have to. I literally was like, shit, is this about to turn into a hentai? Fuck. <laughs> Wow, like, I can't believe ahead. it gets that horny. We were shocked. Wow. <laughs> we were, oh, that's yeah, what? that was not that was not on my radar after watching these first two. I was like, this is really cool. I did not I mean I never have I never have sex on the brain anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> I think but like because we obviously don't mind it. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like we just didn't think it was gonna be on the table. Yeah. But you that's know all I have to say about that. that. Okay, Forrest Gump. (laughs) I don't approve of this being your new thing, by the way. (laughs) Laughs like a box of chocolate. No, that was a bad impression. (laughs) You're just bad at accents, Skylar. (laughs) You know, laugh, it's a box of chocolate. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. Thanks for holding out for our week off as we gave Lauren some time to recover from being sick. She's all better now, so we should be good to go once more. Even though we published our Patreon preview to supplement, we're still on a tight schedule, so you will get double episodes this week. On Sunday, we'll be releasing our next episode, then returning to our regular Thursday schedule next week to close out June. 
so expect plenty of kawaii disappointment in your life this week. However, if you're still craving more kawaii disappointment, head on over to our Patreon after this episode to listen to all of our bonus content. Today we also released our reduced redo for June, where we revisit last year's Pride lineup and have Lauren watch Banana Fish. We're also catching up on releases over there too, so later in this week we'll also be releasing our Kawaii Desu Archives episode for Itsudate My Santa, along with a new series, Ranking of Things, where we take the time to rank some things. This month we are ranking the top 20 best anime studios from worst to best. All of that closes out at the end of the month with our June Kawaii Desu wrap-up where we answer patron questions, list our favorite things for the month, and preview next month's lineup. With so much coming so soon, the Patreon has never been a better value. So if you're excited for any of those episodes, or are just excited to hear any of the other bonus content we've released, or have planned to come down the pipeline, you can find us on Patreon by searching Kawaii Disappointment, or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons, starting off with our eternal Desu patrons, our $8 tier, the amazing Skullbosh and incomparable Alex J. They're not alone though, as we also have our amazing Super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Magic Girl Girl Charlotte, Rebel in an Isekai, and Jellums. And our Kawaii Desu patron, our $3 tier, Eliza L. You're all pretty Kawaii Desu in my book. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesuPod, or go to KawaiiDesuPod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. We will see you all again later this week as we continue through Supernatural Month with Soul Eater. Now, back to the podcast. Anyway, um, Jun's fucking cool, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's hot. I love her. She's fucking cool. She's got this, like, infinity gauntlet situation. She's gonna kick everyone's ass. I was like, well, yeah, no, apparently girl. she fucking murdered, like, half of her race. Yes. Yeah. She genocided. The, the, like, oh, in the war. Because, like, yeah, again, the fact that there's, like, all this lore, right? Like, the vampire-human war of, you know, 1801 or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact, and, you know, they were like, yeah, the vampire, some of the vampires sided with the humans, and Sean was one of them, and with that fucking Crimson Gauntlet, just wrecked shop on the vampires. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean... There's got to be a Thanos in every in every story. I like that, like, apparently corrupted vampires get, like, these fun different forms. Because we saw Amelia's, and she looked like a spooky haunted doll, like, with hollowed mm-hmm. eyes. Mm-hmm. But then the other guy was, like, a werewolf. You don't see that in episode one and two, but yes. Oh, he looks a like werewolf? a werewolf when he transforms. Oh. <laughs> Always the curse of letting Skylar watch a little too far along. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's... It, is what happens sometimes. Yeah, no, I, I really like that it's always like a different thing. Uh, and obviously you'll see that more if you continue on with the show. Right, absolutely. <laughs> the only other thing that I... Uh, so like, obviously, again, this show's like wild and a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You like think about... At first, you definitely think Bonnie Toss is a vampire. Oh, right? for sure, because he has like those claws for hands. And yeah, he's got those like long nails. He's got a little bit of a sharpness to his teeth. And he's he also just eyes. standing on an airship at yes. the beginning. He has some crazy parkour. Parkour. And, parkour. and he's there with his assistant, who he calls Baldy, even though he's actively not bald. Not bald. Poor Dante. <laughs> he just is emotionally bald, apparently. Can you be emotionally bald? He gives off the aura of a bald person. The Poor insecurity. Saitama. I like when he, uh, Vanitas is like, I don't need you anymore, Dante. This is your replacement. No way. And he's like, well, damn, because I had information about where to find that, that guy that's been killing everyone. He's like, ah, Dante, the great and powerful. Please tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he just like switches like, oh, God, I love I love a character like this where they're just like inflated the whole time, no matter how like ridiculous much you put them through. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just we haven't got there yet. But like. Everything he's just like, ha, 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 I'm the best. He is, yeah. He very much has an inflated ego, but it plays well, right? Because he is, he is like the human in this vampire group, right? And this unearned cockiness. Well, I mean, I, I feel mean, it's like it's not earned. unearned because, no, I, like, I think it is. He's right? pretty successful. Like, I mean, he has been able to turn vampires back into themselves instead instead of yeah you know spreading a curse them their true names back yeah but the vampire community doesn't know that right so to them this is unearned cockiness 
Right. And it it's a nice pairing because all the other vampires are very, not reserved so much, but they're very collected most of the time. And they're very much more in control of their situations. And then there's Vanitas just fucking around. <laughs> yeah, literally just fucking around. I guess he does. Yeah, literally just fucking around. <laughs> he's doing both. <laughs> <laughs> he's fumbling through life and he's fucking around. So good for him. How old is this boy supposed to be? I don't know, like 17 maybe. I don't think it's that young. I got the impression he was quite young because most vampires are very old, but he's a human and he looks young. He's 18. He's 18. I was close. Well, he's at least of age to be horny. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I know the age of consent in Japan is different. I wasn't going to say that. I'm just saying teenagers teenagers do feel horny. horny. But I don't want to see teenagers be horny. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I get that. (laughs) I'm going to watch someone to be like, oh, fuck yeah. I want them to be like of age. Of age, please. Please, that's that's the bit above I ask for. Hey, when they're like, damn, look at this literal baddie. Also, we made them 13. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Why did did you do this? (laughs) Honestly, every fucking time. Um, (laughs) You know, it's a real problem. But um, he is 18. He is of age. But God, I I actually, because obviously, obviously, this is like a shonen uh, anime. Mm -hmm. But the art for this is so beautiful that sometimes I'm like, are we sure this is a shonen? But it clearly isn't. But like, it has like that beautiful, like, artistic representation that a shoujo manga tends mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. and i really love the art from the manga well i love the art from the manga is what i'm trying to say right oh ooh, is it very similar is it very different it's very similar but i just okay. love the way that it's like portrayed right mm-hmm. studio bones they fucking know how to animate cathedrals and eyes the eyes are gorgeous they really are. The red versus blue situation. Look at that. The portraiture that we see in this is insane. Oh, yeah. I've definitely read like a lot of manga with this style. Wow. This is really beautiful. I was, when PJ said Pandora Hearts, um, I was just like, that sounds so familiar. And I looked it up. And like the first search is like, is Pandora Hearts yaoi slash boy love? And then one of the comments is like, it certainly is not yaoi. I could promise you that. I was just like, <laughs> damn, this person has a theme. Ugh. Oh my God. We didn't even talk about like the big, the big moment at the end of episode one, which is when No Way tells, of, tells us, the viewers, that he ends up killing Vanitas at the end. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't say <laughs> I like I like almost forgot about it. Like honestly, yeah. Uh, but I do love, which I think is supposed to happen. I love when in a, when a show or movie something does this, where it's like, oh, and this is a story of how I killed him or something like yes. that. Like, I yeah. love that shit because you a it's either gonna happen and it's gonna fuck you up. Or it's going to be a subversion of it, like where they kill them, but like in a way or something. Right, you know? right. It's not like a full out, like, yeah. And, you know, I think one of the most, itch- one of the only interesting things about Boruto, outside of scenes where you have Naruto fighting, is at the beginning, the first episode begins with a flash forward to an aged up Boruto fighting someone else. And the guy's like, I killed your dad. Now I'm going to kill you. And you're like, what the fuck? Fuck. Uh, oh, God. And you're not like, Naruto. And, and you're like, what does this mean? Like, did this actually happen is he lying to him like what and it gets you engaged and you know similar to something like even like hamilton where he's like i'm the damn fool that shot they him, shot and you're him. Like, how did this relationship go sour yeah. one of my personal favorites a great literary feat it happens in twilight belly bella <laughs> is literally like this is the story about how i died and we're like oh okay let's go here we go <laughs> yeah we no go. i mean it's and, and at the end of the day she's right Right? Yeah. And that's kind of what I low-key think might happen here where he's going to turn into a vampire or something and that's I mean, how like, he does. Do they have the power to turn but people to into fair, vampires? But to be fair, we also have no... I was going to say, we actually haven't seen anything that would say that humans can be turned into vampires in this world. Not because in this world. we know it's vampires true. are born. They're like, just born in age. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. just another race of creature or person or being. So I don't know. But right. regardless, yeah, yeah, it is very engaging. It's very exciting where he's like... And, and, you know, it's <laughs> no way is our Morgan Freeman in the Shawshank Redemption just being like, and a new friend was quite the man. Or <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Vanitas was a very interesting character. And one day I will kill him. <laughs> one day I shot him. Well, we don't know yet, but he uh, kills him. <laughs> but yeah, no, for sure. It is a very 
big hook to make you be like, oh, how does that happen? Yeah. And right. I mean, especially with the no way isn't a huge fan of Vanitas. It's like, okay, but I, I see how he might snap one day. But you know that's not how the anime is going to play out. Right. Yeah. It's going to be He's an enemies to lovers. super annoyed and snaps his neck. Enemies to lovers to enemies to friends to coworkers to... <laughs> Murder. To uh, business partners to lovers. See, it's a very convoluted road. <laughs> that's my favorite trope. Uh, but you know what isn't complicated is how good the music of this anime is. So oh, good. hell yeah. Uh, and I just mean in general. Like, in general, yes. the, mu- the background music of the show, mm-hmm. 10 out of 10, super Stunning. solid. Gorgeous. The amount of times I commented on how, like, beautiful the music was, too many times. <laughs> too many times, yes. Uh, no, I, I really love it. I think the music in general is really good. The music is mm-hmm. done by uh, Yuki Kaijura who also worked on things like Pandora Hearts, Puella, Magi Madoka Magica, Sword Art Online, oh, yeah, Subasa, um, yeah, you know, uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba has like a lot of credits to her name. Very good music. But obviously, mm-hmm. outside of the background music, we have our intro and outro. So our intro is Sora to... Sora to Utsuro, which not to go back to Bleach, when we were talking about Kingdom Hearts, um, Kingdom Hearts Sora obviously was the name of the brother in Bleach who became a hollow, and uh, Utsuro means hollow. So this is literally Sora to hollow, which is what happens in episode two of Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's all connected. No, but the song is Sora to Utsuro, which means Sky and Hollow by Sasanomaly. Lauren, what did you think of that OP? I was so obsessed with it. I was obsessed with it from the beginning when you start with like just the instrumentation and then how it explodes into this little like sightseeing venture around Paris. Ugh. Oh yeah. It's it's definitely fun. I love seeing Noe take a nap. It's really cute. <laughs> with with Mur, to be yes. clear, they nap together and it's like precious. Mur. <laughs> I like that fucking Dante and uh Vanitas are just like on the roof waiting for him to wake up just waiting just hanging out every time, it's just casual. Every time we talk about Mur, i just think of that vine where it's like <laughs> i brought you Mur, Mur- murder Judas. Judas. no no <laughs> <laughs> one of the and best Mur- ones murder um, but yeah um i this song is so good i i really so was vibing really good. hard with it oh yeah it's, it's yes, a solid pop. op mm-hmm. such a great op such a great way to start it i loved it what a great yeah. time. And it like it feels like you could definitely do something a little bit more intense and like instrumental, like based off like the subject matter and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or something even more like fantastical. Yes. But like it was a very like fun modern sound. I really liked it. And it still like matched up really well. I agree. Yeah, there was the opportunity to go for like the dark, the gothic, but, the older know, sounding. And it still has a little bit of old soundiness with that like especially the beginning. The beginning is very like an old like vitriola playing mm-hmm. right uh, but then it like kind of brightens up and plays like the song and i, I really like it the way it's handled yeah right so great and then we have our outro uh which is zero uh i don't know if you would pronounce it zero zero or if it's just a, pr- a clarification because it's the number zero parentheses the word zero uh, so it's probably just zero and then it's just a clarification but regardless is zero by lmyk Ahead in the empty distance, fading away unanswered I turn off the lights to see all the colors in the shadow Travels across an instant, far beyond tomorrow I'm watching a faint breath, send a ripple through the water When 
Lauren, what did you think of the outro? It was it was in English. Parts um, of it were, yeah. Yeah. I kind of like, uh, like Bleach, Bleach last week. Yeah, where some of <laughs> it Lots was in English. parallels between Bleach, Bleach and Vanitas. Bleach and Vanitas, yeah. This Listen. is that thing that PJ does where he like sets up the anime for the next month where it's like a shared thing. But it's within the month this time. But it was not it's remotely inception. on purpose because I didn't know. <laughs> no, just take credit, PJ. No, just take right. credit for it. No, I totally, absolutely... That was totally a thing that I did. Um, I loved this song. The visuals were very simple for the outro, but they were very effective. And the song itself was just very, very pretty, very, very melodic. I liked it. Hell yeah. yeah, no, I love it. It's it's got such a good vibe. It mm-hmm. it makes you feel very flowy and emotional mm-hmm. and Ugh, it's very. I don't know. I love it. The, I, it I, I heard, it's hard to describe how much I love it. It mm. definitely feels like different too, like from the intro, and it's mm-hmm. it, but like in a great way. Yes, yes, they're great partners, and they were roommates. Oh my god, they were roommates, like Noah and Vanitas. Yeah, like- <laughs> history said they were best friends and roommates. <laughs> All right, uh, well, then I think it's time to move on to our segment. What modern contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Lauren, why don't you tell me who you think would have done a good job with Sora to Utsuro? So I wanted something that was fun and as bright as the song was. And the best approximation for this that I could find was Ollie Murs. Oh, uh, his, Ollie Murs is a great choice already. Uh, Heart Skips a Beat. Yeah, I think this is a great choice. Yeah, Thank it's really you. good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think Ollie Merce was a, a great choice. I really like, I think there maybe is a different Ollie Merce song that is better, but I couldn't tell you what it is. Because uh, as soon as you said Ollie Merce, I'm like, yes. But then I was like, this Ollie Merce song is a little slower. It is. Yeah, it's one of his slower ones, but it was the one that fit, I guess, the instrumentation the most. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went with it. Did you go with it? Because the last name is Merce. I didn't, but that's actually really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I really struggled with the OP and ED for one specific reason, which is I know there is a perfect song for both, and I could yes. not get there, and it pissed me I off. Agree. Like I was so mad the entire time. Like I literally like when I picked my intro and outro artist, I was like, I guess, like I guess, not I guess. I was like, it is good, <laughs> but like I know there's a better song out there, and like okay. I I just couldn't get there like no matter how much i searched no matter what i did i just couldn't find the song that was somewhere deep in the back of my brain but i'm still happy with my choices but i don't think they're perfect by any means um so for the intro i ever i ended up going with if i ever feel better by phoenix because i feel like it it matches the upbeat energy i think this is great i was gonna say i probably should have gone second I um, love this vibe match. Yeah, I think like yeah, the vibe matches like pretty perfectly. Um yeah. vocals it's are really good. Close. Yeah. Yeah, the vocals are great. I yeah. love it. It's a great pick, PJ. I feel like you should feel a little bit more. Well, I, I just mean, feel like be... I just feel like um Sorat Otoro is a little more uh, has a little bit more of a like not techno techno beat, but it has that like post techno like big band swing thing. Like the Kind of with like mixed with, uh, mixed a little bit with Vocaloid. Yeah, kind of like that one song that like, take it away now. Like that's kind of like the instrumental energy that this needed to go with. Right. But I don't feel like Phoenix gets there, obviously, because it's hard to find something in that range. Right. And I'm sure there's an actual name for that genre, but I don't know exactly what it is. Sure. Postmodern jukebox. Not really. Not really. But it depends on the postmodern jukebox song. Yeah. But that said, yeah, I I I thank you for being kind to uh if i ever feel better i do think it is again i think both of my choices are good i just i know there's a better choice out there and each okay. time i'm gonna just be ready for skylar to have that better choice or for lauren to have that better choice right <laughs> usually um, skylar no that's not true i do think that pj probably like outclassed me in this one i went with charlie poof's uh latest single light switch i do really like light switch though this is a fun song i think it's a great choice yeah i think it's i think it's it captures the energy it's a lot yes. li- it's a lot like uh um, more subdued more subdued yes mm-hmm. uh so it's not slower it's not darker but like it's the it's not as bright i agree uh, yeah as uh as soda to is but i do right. like it i think it is a good choice yeah i Aww, think that he would you. he would do this song justice if he did a cover 
for sure. Uh, um, yeah, damn. all good choices. Uh, <laughs> let's move to the one I'm most mad about because I know there's like a one for one match that exists out there to this there's song. Gotta and be I literally right. get it. Cannot remember what it is. Nor can um, I. But we're gonna go uh, with Lauren. What did you pick for zero? One was hard. <laughs> for me because i agree there i've heard something like this song before but i can't i can't find it and it was very frustrating um i ended up going to something adjacent i don't think it's a right match but i went with uh the aces going home oh i think this matches really well it's definitely like uh the like whitewash version of it but i see it (laughs) yeah this would be like the credit version in a like a western movie okay yeah i'll take that that's fair yeah you know how like they always have like a a random pop artist to like a definitely not super accurate cover of like the main song from a disney movie in the disney movie (laughs) credits oh yeah this is that for zero that this is that wow Look this is Miguel's uh, Remember Me from, <laughs> no! you know, Remember where it's like, this is great, you know, and it definitely is like the vibe, but it's definitely a very different energy. Oh, for sure. I saw Miguel in concert. You did. Did you? Mm-hmm. Good for you. You've also been to Paris. <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't, I don't love my choice, but I also do really like my choice. Okay. Um, I think it fits the energy but like nothing else like i think the vibe a little bit and you guys are probably gonna be like no i see some of the other stuff but i think i just know that there is like such a perfect match out there that i'm like again i guess (laughs) i guess so i went with you right by doja cat and the weekend i like it i like it yeah yeah i think it's a really good vibe match for sure yeah Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry you couldn't find that perfect song, PJ, but I think this is a very good, a very good choice. Thank you. I agree with you also uh, making a very good choice. And maybe Skylar will have Round the answer out. that we were both looking for. Honestly. Honestly, I, okay. So like you guys, it's the same thing, right? I'm just like, damn, this sounds very similar. Um, And then I was going through music uh, and I clicked on something and I was just like, oh, yeah, I could see this. And I do not remember how what the song sounds like <laughs> post now. OK, so I went with a song called Like That by B. Miller. I like it. Mm-hmm. I do, too. She also has the vocal range that Thank the you. yeah, the original had. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a very good choice. Mm hmm. I think we all did good choices this time for being like so frustrated we couldn't find the perfect song. I think we were all in the right the right world. Yeah. Honestly, my memory fails me, PJ. Uh, but it kind of reminds me of the the outro to Yashihime. I see that for sure. Uh, I love it though. Yeah, it's, it's such a good mm-hmm. song. Low key, it's fucking music, and I love it. It's <laughs> it's fucking music, <laughs> and apparently there's a lot of fucking in the show. Yeah, so it's the right amount Might of horny well. for this anime. <laughs> <laughs> all right well with that said that's what we're going to call it our music segment i think again good choices all around mm-hmm. and i think it's time we take a quick break to watch some additional clips some additional context and get lauren's closing thoughts on the anime so stay tuned everyone all right we're back we have lauren watch some additional clips some additional context some additional horny moments mm, and some additional horny. uh vampire powers flashbacks and everything in between lauren tell me after all of that you saw again kind of the progression of the show obviously it's still very funny uh it still has some beautiful action scenes some beautiful animation Mm -hmm. but you know it gets a little more emotional at times it gets a little more dark at times Mm -hmm. uh it could get scary it can get even funnier it can it goes in a lot of different directions overall though it is a beautifully animated show with a very interesting premise and a very interesting concept but i wonder if it was interesting enough to keep your attention as i ask you the question lauren would you keep watching the case study of vanitas There are some anime where I jump in and from the beginning, I'm like, I think I'd keep watching this, but I'll watch both episodes and just see how I'm feeling. But um, I felt that with this one and it didn't change even in context. I would absolutely keep watching the case study of Vanitas. This is this is lit. Yeah, you absolutely (laughs) love to see it again. Skylar and I very much in the same boat. We also had not watched this, but we kind of ended up just binging it before recording. I mean, (laughs) so, um, you know, we definitely agree. It is a 
Good time. Uh, you love to see it for a gold star anime to mm-hmm. uh, to get a kawaii success because that is what this is a kawaii success in the book. Yay. Tell me, Lauren, did you end up with a favorite character? Uh, yeah, from the from the beginning, it was Noe, and that didn't change for me in the context. I still really love him. Yeah, Noe is a phenomenal character. Uh, what about you, Skylar? It's uh, Vanitas. I fucking <laughs> love Vanitas. Vanitas. You know what? It's just My like Kingdom Hearts AP art His name is Vanitas. Said it's Vanitas. <laughs> Begrudgingly. <laughs> My favorite character. <laughs> My favorite character is Vanitas. He's a good time. He makes me laugh. I love it's it's such a fine line. You know, sometimes these characters are so fucking annoying, but I think mm-hmm. he is just reserved enough so it's not super fucking annoying and he's just mm-hmm. a little cutie. Yeah, I get that. I respect that for sure. But he's yeah, he makes me laugh. Who did you like, PJ? My favorite character is also Vanitas. I really love him. Mm-hmm. I love his like boisterous personality. And how big and bombastic he is. Mm-hmm. Other B words, I guess. I wasn't intentional. Bombastic <laughs> is a really great word to this describe is like boisterous, him. Boisterous, big, bombastic bitch. Bitch-ass. Yeah, he's a little bitch. <laughs> but no, I really do way. like him though. Yeah. I also love Noe. I love Jean. I actually really love a lot of the characters. Oh yeah, in definitely. this uh, anime. So, but yeah, no, all good choices. Uh, which means that we have a quiet success in the book. Your favorite characters locked down. Lauren, seems like there's only one thing left to do. It's time for Is There an MV for That? AMV, anime music videos. Is there an MV for that? All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for the case study of Vanitas. Similar to last week with Bleach, I feel like this. This could be an obvious choice, but I could also be on the wrong vibe altogether. Um, I said A Thousand Years by Christina Perry. Aw, that's cute. Thank you. Go for a little Twilight action. Because we mentioned Twilight earlier. No, because just vampires. Honestly, a case study is just a diary, like an academic diary. So vampire diaries. Damn. (laughs) All the vampires. (laughs) All right, Lauren. Unfortunately... There's no AMV for Case Study of Vanitas to Christina, Perry, to Christina Perry's A Thousand Years, as much as I do think that would be a very good choice. Well, thank you. Maybe it'll exist one day, but whatever. Per usual, when uh, we do not get any points, we uh, go through and tell you what the top three AMVs are for the anime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So going down from the top, we have uh, the number one AMV is to Say My Name by Bebe Rexa. Oh, okay. Uh, the number two AMV is to uh, Goosebumps by Travis Scott. Uh, all songs that I know. They're, these are very good songs. Okay. And then the number three song is Montero Hell by yeah. Little Nas X. Fuck oh. yes. That, that's a good vibe match. Uh, but there are some really good ones. Honestly, I was like worried that it's like one of those like, oh, this is a newer anime, so there's not going to be as many AMVs. There's a ton of AMVs to this. So yeah. it sounds like it's popular. Yeah, like there's an AMV to like Savage Love, oh. Rumors. Oh, Savage Love's another good one. We go down, there's like Hot and Cold, <laughs> The Diary of Jane, Bad Romance. Uh, but there's only one other song that I'm curious if there's an AMV for. Because, Lauren, it's time for the super secret, not so secret, bonus round. Do you think that the case study of Vanitas has an AMV for Evanescence Bring Me to Life? Hmm? 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 Do you, punk? Um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, because that's literally what he's doing. So I'm saying yes, absolutely. All right. So this is... Interesting reaction. <laughs> so this is a bit of a complicated one. What? Uh, because there is no AMV to Case Study of Vanitas for Evanescence Bring Me to Life, but there is an MMV yep. for the Case Study of Vanitas to Evanescence's Bring Me to Life, which is a manga music video. Oh my um, God, I didn't know that existed. <laughs> yeah, so I just learned I about it last that, night. That is a half point, not a full point. Woo! Uh, but that means you still get 0.5 points. So regardless <laughs> of how little points you get, that is still you saving us from zero once again. Oh, my uh, God. Wow, I almost got a zero, though. No correction my, for us today. My evanescence star is faulty. No, your evanescence. My we evanesc- discussed this. <laughs> I'm sorry. My evanescence 
is off. 0.5 points is still better than zero points. <laughs> so we have 0.5 points, a kawaii success in the book, and another successful journey through another anime. Lauren, thank you for going on this journey with us. Thank you for showing this one to me. This is fun. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. We really liked it. Uh, I hope you had a good time. But more Mm -hmm. importantly, I hope our listeners had a good time, Mm -hmm. a fun time, a horny vampire time, (laughs) a gay, lesbian, bi, pan vampire time. time. LGBTQ Uh, plus. Yeah, LGBTQV, which is lesbian, gay, transgender, queer, vampire time. And yeah, a case study time. Uh, don't look up the Sanford Prison Experiment if you want to have faith in humanity time. <gasps> but until next time, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And, you know, just go suck some blood, guys. Oh, yeah. Suck some blood. <laughs> oh, my God. Suck that blood, baby. Oh, <laughs> man. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.